In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It is happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. gentlemen how are you this evening it is thursday wow thursday already the week is flying by you are locked and loaded right here on this thursday uh june 9th year of our lord 2022 this is live from america and i am you're ever so humble god-fearing and god-loving host of the show jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot coming to you from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire And it is a blessing and an honor from God to be here with you each and every evening here on Real America's Voice News and across social media and JeremyHarrell.com. Welcome. Now, it always pains me when I see a child hurt, a child aborted, a child exposed to drag shows or any kind of sexualization of our children from these woke corporations and these woke companies. It pains me, just like it does all of you, to see children shot in a school shooting because of the rhetoric and the crazy uh, left-wing lunatics that are out there uh, and the rhetoric coming down from the top from their generals in our elected, um, in our elected houses and, and, and even in the elected Senate because a lot of these uh, Democrat politicians will call them to say a nice something nice about them. Uh, they're, they're, they're saying things that a lot of very crazy people take literal, and they go out there and do this. But you want to know another way that we can keep our children safe outside of securing our schools and putting armed guards out there and having a single point of entry? Is we could put cameras in our school because while we're focused, and we should be, but while we're focused on school shootings, and our children being shot with bullets, we can stop that. We can do some very common sense stuff, but we also should be worrying about the very left-wing Marxist teachers that are also destroying our children on the inside of those buildings. It's not just terrorists on the outside that we have to worry about. It's Marxist terrorists on the inside that we have to worry about. Myself and many others have been calling for quite some time now, you guys, for... uh, cameras to be inside classrooms we should put cameras multiple cameras inside classrooms so that we can keep an eye on these left-wing marxist teachers 
who want to turn our children into some other gender, sexualize them, and in some cases, yes, actually abuse them physically. Right now, we're going to go to a video. And a local news station covered this about exactly what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't bring me any, um, any happiness to show you this, uh, but it is happening across the country, and we need to be worried about it. Check this out. New at 4 o'clock, two preschool teachers are under arrest and charged with cruelty to children. The alleged abuse was witnessed over live video from the classroom by the parents of one of the students. Channel 2 Steve Gelbach is live for us in Roswell. And Steve, you spoke with the mother of one of the alleged victims. And it was inside a three-year-old classroom here at Parker Chase Preschool off Holcomb Bridge. And one mom, she just wanted to check on her son. She pulled up that camera inside on her cell phone last Thursday. And we want to show you what she saw. I saw it, but I, I was like, no, I didn't see that. One mom was watching her three-year-old son's classroom at Parker Chase Preschool at Roswell. You'll see the teacher standing in the scarf, seemed to place her foot on one child's fingers as the other teacher gets in the face of another little girl. Then the first, 40-year-old Zena Alaswani uses her leg to shove the girl in the back. I spoke with that victim's mother of the phone who doesn't want to be identified. It was a matter of seconds and we knew that that what we had seen was deliberate and we were really, I mean, my stomach was just in my throat at that point. Parents Gloria Bargi and Brent Duncan kept watching in real time and about 45 seconds later saw this. 19-year-old Soriana Brasino place her index finger on the girl's forehead and push. And at that point, we saw the second teacher, you know, put her hands on the child. They rushed to the school, demanded the teachers be removed from the class and to see the video. Doesn't matter whose child it is, it's a child. They're helpless. Shock, they're, disbelief. They're, they're defenseless. They contacted the victim's parents and called Roswell police. Detectives watched this video and arrested both teachers for cruelty to children in the first degree. Both suspects appeared in front of a judge today from jail where prosecutors ask for no bond. Several other children have come forward as additional victims in this case. There's now a much larger investigation into the preschool. So we have several weeks of video to go back and review to make sure that there's no other instances of this kind of behavior. We went to Parker Chase today, but no one would speak to us. In a message sent to parents and in a written statement, the preschool's parent company said the teachers were fired and they're shocked and disappointed at what they call inappropriate disciplinary actions. And quote, while we are extremely grateful that the children are well, we take this matter seriously and our investigation is ongoing. We expect our staff to adhere to the highest standards of care and any failure to do so will not be tolerated. And I did see two more detectives cars here at the preschool here this afternoon. Now, the one teacher did get a $75,000 bond. The younger one has no bond. She's going to stay in jail. She's going to stay in jail because of her immigration and asylum status. Live in Roswell, Steve Gelbach, Channel 2 Action News. And that is what we do catch when we have cameras in classrooms. Again, as much as we need to make sure that shooters are not entering our schools and killing our children with bullets... We also need to make sure that their minds, their hearts, their souls, and yes, even their physical bodies are not destroyed on the inside of the school by these very, very crazy Marxist, um, left-wing, communist, LGBTQ-driven ideologies. I mean, it's just as bad. And by the way, one of those preschool teachers that you saw was a Muslim refugee. Okay, she come to the she came to this country and instead of assimilating to this country and obviously, obviously you do not beat children, put your hands on children or in any way physically harm children in schools. I don't know if they do that where you come from, miss, but we don't do that here. And that was at a daycare center in Georgia. Again, that lady's name was Zena Alstawani. Okay, and the other, the 19-year-old Muslim refugee was Soriana Braseno. They were both charged with cruelty to children in the first degree, according to Roswell Police. That was in Georgia. Everybody was asking where that was. Now, I don't think they should have gotten any bond. They should sit right there until they, uh, until they go to court and they are, they're given due process. One thing that we also believe here in this country is due process. We know you probably don't have that where you came from. And I'm not saying that to be in any way disrespectful to where you may have come from because I don't know where. But I know the due process doesn't really exist around the world like it does in the United States. And even that is under attack. Look at January 6th. Speaking of January 6th with that sham committee going on tonight. January 6th, let my people go. 
They don't have any due process. Where's their due process? How come, how come that these po- folks who actually beat children get due process, but the January 6th committee or the January 6th political prisoners do not because of the sham January 6th committee? Big shout out to James Hanley for the Let My People Go t-shirt and all the other t-shirts you send, sir. But this is why it's just as important for us to have cameras in the classroom as it is to make sure that we keep them safe from the outside shooters with the single point of entries and making sure that we have armed um, on and off duty police, veterans, whatever, whatever the case is, teachers, we need to keep them armed. Now, so many schools around the country are getting smart with doing that, but we need to make sure. And, and, and you know, guys, you know what? It comes down to your communities. Okay, the school system is not run from the top down. The school system is run from the bottom up the same as everything else in this country. It's just about getting involved. All those mama bears and papa bears that were going to those um, uh, school board meetings run for uh, run for school board. And a lot of them are winning and change it from the bottom up. That's what needs to happen. And another thing that needs to happen is we need to stop taking God out of everything. And we need to start putting God in everything. This left-wing party in this country, this communist Marxist party, because they're not Democrats anymore, they're not going to stop until we get civil war. But what they don't understand is you can't beat God. So let's go to God now, shall we? On this June 9th year of our Lord, 2022, when you trusted me as a savior, I united myself to you in eternal matrimony. Many things threaten to rip apart this holy bond, principalities and powers, controlling people, dire circumstances, but nothing can succeed, not even death. My banner over you is love. Romans 8, 38 and 39, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And a song of songs, 2-4 says he has taken me to the banquet hall and his banner over me is love. And before you turn out the light tonight, I am nearer than a whispered prayer. Reach out to me. And ladies and gentlemen, we talked about it the other day. Salvation is no further away than your lips and your heart. They're not far away and they're not unattainable. Salvation is right there with you. Folks, please remove your hats if you're wearing one this evening. And let's go to the Lord in prayer as it's the only thing that's going to save this country and get us back to that once-blessed nation that we once were. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And part of being delivered from evil is always making sure that when you leave that house, you are wearing the full armor of God. Hence why we wrote the song, The Armor of God is So Powerful. And it definitely does keep you away from the grips and the jaws of the devil. Powerful stuff here on Real America's Voice News. You ready for it? You ready for Live from America? Because when we come back, the first and foremost section, thanks for sticking around tonight. We love you. God bless, and we'll be right back right after this. And now, my beloved Live from America family, can I just say thank you to Amanda Collins. Check out this Armor of God mouse pad and this beautiful, wonderful mouse pad with Jesus and an American Eagle. And of course, she sent some gifts for Dave Bray USA that we'll get out to him as well. So thank you very much, Amanda Collins, as always. And for the beautiful, beautiful painting again that will be going up on the Wall of Fame here in Live from America. Also, I'd like to thank Janelle Milton for your monthly donation, Katharina Hot for your card and your monthly donation. Hold on, I'm not done. We got some people to say. Thank you to people that fund this show and eventually will have a full-blown network because of it. Kathleen Marcus, Erica Christofferson, thank you very much. 
Stacey Pestana, Sharon Bear, Doreen Davis, Carol Baker increased our monthly donation from 10 to 50 bucks a month. Look at that, filling in the gap when other folks are having a hard, hard time. Michael Weed, Pearlie Curtis, Kim Landry, Ares, uh, Ares, and Kimberly Crittenden and Ruby Hines. Always on time. Thank you very much for your monthly donations. It's always appreciated. I want to jump over to Getter real quick because I do not think that I have said hello to our beloved Getter family today. And I know I haven't even really shouted out to anybody on, uh, on uh, Rumble either, but um, I kind of neglect Getter a lot. And uh, I'm always neglecting Facebook. I don't know why. For those who watch it on Facebook, I'm sorry. I'm just not accustomed to looking at Facebook. And since it's the LFA producer's page, I don't really look at it all. But Roku and Firestick, how are you guys as well? We've got Lindy Lou in the building. Sheller, 2021. Trump, for 45 for me. Uh, Pamela Hernandez. Vicky Vale is in the building. Miguel Ortiz. Bama Lady, 402. Of course, the LFA producer is in all the chats. You can't get rid of him. Zachary White. He's like the Hillary Clinton family. You just can't get rid of him. Donna Marie. Well, I guess unless you stop funding his salary and then he's out of here. Squinky Dink is in the building. Ruby Hines. How you doing? Good to see you. Let's go. Brandon. Dark Maga. Keith Day, 777. And Aspera. How are you? Let me jump over to our beloved home, which is Rumble. Love us some rumble. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for the rumble rants this morning. Please make sure you rumble these videos, okay? We're getting less and less people on rumble because a lot of times we have some screw-up on rumble, so people leave and they go to Getter and other places. But if you can log into rumble and give those rumble likes and those uh, those plus signs, that's really going to help us there, and I appreciate you guys being there. Rumble is where we're going to start, um, grow, and finish our career whenever God wants that to be. Uh, let's go back and get right back to it. True Social won't send me a code to put in, says Jatfish. You know what? I, have, I don't really spend a lot of time on Truth. A lot of my time is Getter and Rumble. Getter and Rumble. Love it. When is Truth going to be out for Android? That I do not know, but you can follow me at Real Jeremy Harrell when you get it. Um, Alex, how you doing? Watching from Kansas. Lisa Naquin, how you doing, girl? Yes, I know. 15,000 migrants coming. We've been talking about it. Corn Pop. Come on, man. I miss you. I miss you too, Corn Pop. Um, and one more. Larry Reha says, I'm on both platforms. See that? Padding our numbers. Just like Biden does with the economy. All right, let's get right back to it. Here we go. Thank you very much for sticking around here on Real America's Voice News. I know it's late in some parts of the country, but thank you, thank you for being so loyal to this network and to Live from America. We work hard for you guys every day, okay? And, uh, and, and we're blessed to do so. So it is the first and foremost section of tonight. If you're watching on social media, be sure to share, lift your cups up, and let's get a little bit of that fuel for that fire in order to do this show properly. Woo, first slurp. Okay, here we go. Today there was breaking news coming from our friends over at Just the News. Big shout out to my dear friend and my sister on the road, Amanda Head, and big shout out to John Solomon because they're getting the breaking news out there and there was breaking news coming from them today. And that, again, is coming from Just the News. But literally it it exonerates President Trump. It exonerates President Trump from any further sham January 6th committees. It exonerates President Trump from any further investigations or any further nuisances when it comes to January 6th and his involvement or his incitement of whatever happened. None of it's real. And the news coming from Just the News today completely exonerates President Donald J. Trump. And you know what it also does? At the same time, it's like killing two birds with one stone, and this is why God is working in mysterious ways. It exonerates President Trump, and at the same time, shifts the blame right where we knew it laid the entire time. Nancy Pelosi and the FBI. That's right, folks. Nancy Pelosi, for all of those who don't know, for all of those who may be new to life from America, maybe you're watching for the first time, maybe, just maybe, you've regurgitated Fox News and CNN propaganda so much that you're now finally finding the truth because you're seeking the truth. Well, I'm about ready to tell you the truth. The truth is, the truth is that Nancy Pelosi is the sole, has sole responsibility for keeping that building safe. She's in charge of the Capitol Police. She is the one who is solely in charge of doing that. Now you ask yourself, well, maybe she is. But you know what? The, the Trump supporters were overwhelming them. They were overwhelming the police. Not true. If that was true, then police wouldn't be unlocking doors and letting people in. And the 14,000 hours 
of footage that Nancy Pelosi will not let the world see. A lot of it we already have and we have been showing. So we know the truth. We know Nancy Pelosi is to blame. We know the FBI was involved. We know all of that. That is nothing new. But the just the news uh, story that broke today was great. It said the Pentagon first raised the possibility of sending National Guard troops to the United States Capitol for four days before January 6th. That means on January 1st, January 2nd. The Pentagon raised the possibility of sending the National Guard troops there in, um, in preparation and to be proactive for whatever was going to happen because where there's thousands of Trump supporters, there's also thousands of BLM, thousands of Antifa, and thousands of undercover FBI and DOJ working along with these rioters in the street, the street freaks, uh, to destroy the president, uh, to destroy anything that Trump is trying to do. So in preparation for that alone, President Trump, four days prior to January 6th, called for National Guard troops to go down there. Nancy Pelosi rejected it. Now, earlier... On this morning's show, 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, we talked about the five questions. The five questions that every American should ask before even giving an ounce of their uh, attention to that sham January 6th process and that circus freak show that that Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, Benny Thompson, and Nancy Stretchface Armstrong are trying to perpetrate on the American people, and it's all propaganda. And one of those five questions actually had to do with why did Nancy Pelosi turn down, clearly turn down help, from President Trump and the National Guard and the Pentagon. Because we now know four days prior to Nancy Pelosi could have done something about this, and she did absolutely nothing. Setting in motion a series of rejections by Capitol Police and Democrats that left Congress vulnerable as threats of violence were rising, and I wonder if they were even from people who really wanted Trump to be president. According to the government memos that validate Trump administration's officials' long-held claims. Guess what, folks? Trump was right again. T-W-R-A. Trump was right again. There's your new acronym. An official timeline of the January 6th tragedy assembled by Capitol Police shows that a Defense Department official reached out to Capitol Police Deputy Chief Sean Gallagher on January 2nd, 2021 to see if a request for troops was forthcoming. But the offer was quickly rejected as fast as it came in after a consultation with then Chief uh, Steve Sund, S-U-N-D. Carol Corbin from the DOD texts USCP Deputy Chief Sean Gallagher, Protective Service Bureau, to determine whether the USCP is considering a request for a National Guard for National Guard soldiers for January 6, 2021 event. The timeline reads in the loan entry listed for January 2nd, 2021. The following morning, the timeline states that Gallagher replies to the DOD via text that a request for National Guard support not forthcoming at this time after consultation with COP Sund. The rejection came as the Capitol Police Department was beginning to change its assessment recognizing that the massive Trump rally to protest the November 2020 election results planned for January 6th had the potential for violence. Earlier um, analysis suggested such violence was unlikely and that January 6th event was likely to be similar to the previous million MAGA March rallies in November and December police records show. So by the way, this shows a a, a complete collapse and breakdown of the FBI. And if it doesn't show a, co- a complete collapse and breakdown by the Federal Bureau of Investigations, then the only other logical explanation is that they were in on it and helped orchestrate it. And either one shows that we need to s- fire everybody in the FBI from the top down and rebuild it. Otherwise, how can we, the people who fund this, who allow the FBI to even be in existence. How can we have any faith or trust in them just like we don't have any faith and trust in our election system and our election, our election processes around the nation? We can't. We can't. And the only thing that makes the Federal Bureau of Investigation such a coveted um, department of, uh, of law enforcement in this country is the fact that we can trust them and that they do have high integrity, which they do not have. They do not have. Clearly, like I said, either they're completely unqualified and, they, and they're the ones that broke this all apart because they were unqualified to do any kind of real uh, investigation work or they did it on purpose. Either way, they need to go. 
Either way, they need to go. Because they said, oh, there's no, there's no violence, there's no violence. I wonder why. Maybe because Trump supporters were not really calling for violence? Maybe. I wonder. Is it because Trump supporters were not actually calling for violence? And it was the FBI that actually uh, caused the violence to begin with, with their people involved. I don't know, folks. I'm not sure. Long story short, they knew what they were doing. They were involved. And if they weren't involved, then they collapsed. But they knew long beforehand that something could happen, and they did absolutely nothing. Not good. Not good. And it actually shows, like I said, it shows the complete collapse and breakdown of the FBI and, and Nancy Pelosi. And she's the one that should be, uh, she's the one that should be, uh, answering for this stuff. She's the one that should be going in front of these January 6th select committees, unselect committees. Not President Trump, not Peter Navarro, not Steve Bannon, and not anybody else. Amen? And anyway, President Truth, uh, President Truth, President Trump might as well be President Truth. President Trump puts out a truth and says this, the unselect committee of political thugs, he says, uh, has now learned that I, as president, suggested and offered up to 20 thousand National Guard members or troops to be deployed in D.C. because it was felt that the crowd was going to be very large. Crazy Nancy Pelosi turned down the offer. She didn't like the way it looked. Likewise, the mayor of D.C., had they taken up the offer, they would have been, uh, there would have been no January 6th. But see, if there'd been no January 6th, then there'd be no way, there would be no possible way for them to have these sham hearings. And if they didn't have these sham hearings, then they could not paint President Trump and his supporters as insurrectionists, and they could not keep President Trump and his supporters and people that were going to eventually run for office as a new Republican Party, keep them off the ballots. That's the whole reason for doing this. The whole reason. The unselect committee has ruled Pelosi off limits. No questions. The hearing is another political hoax to counter inflation. You know what? I think he's right. I think President Trump is 100% right. Now today, while I was finishing up the first show this morning, it was reported also that Ryan Kelly, Michigan gubernatorial candidate, and definitely a pro-Trump kind of guy, we've had him on the show before, was arrested. His home was raided, and he was arrested by the FBI earlier today for standing outside the Capitol on January 6th. Now, don't you think this is quite odd that this is happening one day, literally one day after Joey Applesauce goes on Jimmy Thimble's late-night loser talk show and says, hey, we should just jail our political opponents. Go to jail. And they laughed about it. Until he said, anyway, go to commercial. I don't know what I'm talking about. I think I just soiled myself. Jill, I'm Joe's house, Jill's husband. I just soiled myself on live TV. One day, one day after Joey Applesauce calls for political opponents to be uh, arrested, Ryan Kelly is raided and arrested. Now, I messaged Ryan. He, I haven't uh, heard back from him yet, but I'm assuming he's got a lot going on. He's one of the few remaining Republican running governors or running for governor in Michigan because they've already took off all of the GOP candidates, uh, all of the GOP wanted candidates, I should say. And uh, the only people left is Tudor Dixon, Garrett Saldano, Ryan Kelly, and one other guy who I think is a used car salesman or something. I don't even know who it is. But they're jailing their political opponents who are popular. And that's exactly what they did to Ryan. And it's a shame that this is going on, folks. But you know what? We knew they were going to do it. We knew this was their entire reason for the January 6th sham committee so that they could get rid of populist, uh, uh, populist candidates, which would be winning opponents. Unbelievable. But that's where we are today. That's where we are in America, thanks to the left-wing Marxists. Thank you for voting for Biden. Thank you for all those dead people who voted for Biden. All those people in the circles. We'll be right back. It looks like we're experiencing some problems on Rumble, folks. So let me just make sure. Uh, I don't know what's happening there. Looks like there's nothing on Rumble whatsoever. So looks like everybody flooded together. Uh, And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) See, this is why we're... uh, Even though our home will always be rumble, I'm okay with their growing pains, but this is why we're always, it has nothing to do with Eli's, guys. It's not Eli's fault. 
Uh, that's why we always have uh, alternative places to go. That's why. This has nothing to do with us. This is something on Rumble's part. It is what it is. They're growing. They're also the foundation for all the video on Truth Social as well. So it is what it is. If you guys are still missing the show on Rumble and you're not seeing it, then um, if you don't want to, if you don't want to wait, then just jump over to Getter, or you can jump over to uh, to the Facebook LFA producer page as well. Okay. By the way, maybe you'll maybe some new friends, maybe some people will see each other for the first time after a long time. <clears throat> Looks like everybody's flooding over to get her. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I'm not sure what happened. It's okay. It is what it is. All right. Let's come back from this commercial break. And let's just do the show. That's what we're here to do. So let's just do the show. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. It is an honor to be here with you guys. And if anybody's experiencing any technical difficulties on social media... Um, then there's, we're on digital TV, we're on networks, we're everywhere. You can't miss live from America. And we're always, always, especially in the evenings, if you are missing anything, uh, on in real America's voice news, 10 PM, except for Fridays. Now we have been moved back to 11. Anyway, let's uh, get right into the next story. Uh, folks, did you all see that award winning liar and professional at pretending to be somebody else for a living loser, Matthew McConaughey? When he went to the White House the other day to deliver his gun control Marxist propaganda speech and the whole world just was like, oh, Matthew, oh, Matthew, even though Matthew McConaughey was in many, many, many films where he is just brazenly brandishing a weapon like Hunter Biden. You guys all saw that, right? He went on TV and he's <laughs> and he's hitting the desk. Now, look, I'm, I get it. And anybody who didn't cry over children being shot. Maybe they got some soul searching to do. I get it. But, but when you've got a, 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 a reality, or I mean, an, an actor in the White House giving speech about guns and you have the president of the United States legitimately, legitimately or illegitimately on late night talk shows, I think there's a mix up there. I think one should be in one place and the other one should be in the other place. But we live in this upside down clown world. There we are. But anyway, speaking of Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey and Hunter Biden, they actually have something in common, other than the fact that they are uh, clearly uh, mentally challenged. Um, they actually have something in common. And do you guys know that what they have in common is the fact that they actually share an attorney? What? They actually share an attorney? Yes, they do. They actually share an attorney, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about that right now. Um, this attorney's name, by the way, he's a very, very popular attorney. And uh, he, he represents a lot of really popular left-wing uh, crazy people. But he's a highly successful. His name is, he goes by the name of, um, uh, let's see what his actual, what's his first name here is. Uh, Hunter Biden, Melissa Cohen. I apologize. Kevin Morris. Kevin Morris. That's his first name. Kevin. He is a uh, he's highly successful lawyer, Kevin Morris, and a self-made businessman who rose from humble origins in Pennsylvania to launch his own firm, raking in hundreds of millions of dollars for his first clients, the creators of South Park. You know those guys. And now he's thrown his lot with, uh, with, with the disregard of drug-addicted sons of presidents filming his own documentary about Biden and other actors who have got some similar problems. But this guy, he represents people like Chris Rock. He represents other Hollywood elites. He, le he represents a lot of left-wing politicians, but he also represents Matthew McConaughey. And here's the crazy part about it, folks. He is also donated to massive massive left-wing politicians like Hillary Clinton. He's donated to Biden. He's donated to Obama. But what's even worse about it is this guy, Kevin Morris, who's the attorney for both Matthew McConaughey and Hunter Biden. He's also donated to Adam Kinzinger, and he's donated to uh, Liz Cheney. So when you start following the money and you start realizing where these people hang out. It isn't only about following the money. It's about following their trends, following their relationships. And you start seeing the trend of all these people hanging out together. And you're like, wow, all these little clicks. It's like high school. But then you start realizing, wait a minute. They're all making money together. When somebody says the uniparty, this is exactly what we're talking about. 
When somebody mentions the uniparty, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about Republicans and Democrats pretending to be completely different, but working together behind the scenes, whether it be with lawyers, whether it be with lobbyists, whether it be with agents or whatever. But Kevin Morris represents Hunter Biden as an attorney, and Kevin Morris represents Matthew McConaughey. As an attorney, Kevin Morris has given money to Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden and Barack Obama. And Kevin Morris has also given money to Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. So now you're starting to see and put the picture together here, folks, that these people are actually sick, sick individuals who need to be exposed at the highest level all the time, all the time. And that's exactly what we'll do. So we'll keep an eye out for old uh, Matthew McConaughey. And see uh, if he's got any political ambitions in the future. Because I guarantee you the only reason that he was in the White House giving you that speech was because he's got some ambitions to run for some kind of political office. Anyway, let's move down to Otoro County, New Mexico, folks. Because we've got some good news coming out of Otoro County, Mexico. Um, As there was a live broadcasted hearing today to remove all of the voting machines now present and in the future, no more voting machines in New Mexico's Otoro County. As uh, the Otoro County Commission held a special meeting this morning to discuss removing the voting machines from the election process in their county. This county meeting is a follow-up to the prior presentations from attorney David Clements and his wife, Aaron Clements, and a group of volunteers who have worked effortless, effortlessly to address the 2020 election issues in the county. Um, Today, the same team presented more of their findings related to the voting machines, and they hope to have these machines removed from the election process in their county in the future. This team has fought many obstacles, mostly from the Democrat Party and Dominion, Eric Krumer and Dominion, uh, f- uh, from preventing them to, from doing their work and the will of the people in their county, which, by the way, overwhelmingly want these machines gone. And there was a legal brief uh, that was presented today. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I think you can find it on the Gateway Pundit. You could probably find it on the Epic Times, too. There is PDFs there that you can go through. But long story short, folks, we're fighting back. From the bottom up, this is happening all over the country. You're never going to hear about this even on Fox News because they don't care. They love the propaganda. They love the division. They love the fighting. It keeps them in gear. It keeps them in motion. They don't care about the truth. So big shout out to Otero County for actually having the guts to stand up and say, you know what, we need to get rid of these machines because that's exactly what we need to do. We need to get rid of every single one of these machines. Now, earlier... On this morning's show, we also went through another list of George Soros-funded district attorneys to try to expose these people and get rid of these people as well. And after uh, the district attorney in San Francisco was recalled, there's now an effort in Los Angeles to get the district attorney recalled there. And you want to know the crazy part about this, folks, is it's got to be God doing this. It has to be God doing this because these are left-wing Marxist district attorneys who are being ousted and recalled by their left-wing constituents who voted them in to begin with. Why? Because here's the real problem, folks. Crime is running rampant. And when crime runs rampant, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican, it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or an Independent. People feel the crunch and they feel it at home. They have kids. And we saw in Virginia, with the election of Governor Yunkin, that the red line in the sand was children. That is where we united. That's where we unite is around our children. And nobody wants a community where their child is in danger of going out and getting shot like in Lori Lightfoot's Chicago. So left-wing constituents who voted these people in to begin with are now voting them out and recalling them. And there happen to be 75 George Soros district attorneys around the country, and they're all around our major metropolitan areas. We talked about it this morning. And Seattle is probably one of the worst places in the country. Progressive policing policies implode in Seattle as crime rampages city faces hundreds of lawsuits forced to pay back $5 million in parking tickets given without authority by citizen enforcers. And it's not only that, folks. They can't even hire cops there. They defunded the police there. Seattle has been a hellhole for a long time. But if you want a a good glimpse into the future of what all of our major cities will be like, just look at places like Seattle. 
The once dazzling Emerald City is currently steeped in feces, needles, and crime. And it's all thanks to the left-wing, radical, progressive, uh, destructive policies that have basically just devoured that city and every other city. Known as a progressive case study for many Marxist agendas, the city of Seattle is one of the country's leaders in implementing some of the most radical legislative changes over the past few years, from defunding the police to decriminalizing hard drugs and bolding BLM and banning electric vehicles. The city has done it all as of late, but now the chickens are home to roost. In 2022, following the George Floyd riots, which prompted the city's decision to cut tens of millions from the police budget, Seattle has seen a 95% increase in shots fired and a jaw-dropping 171% increase in people being shot while dealing with the worst shortage of officers in Seattle Police Department history. And it's, it's just the citizens there, what are they going to do? Where are they going to go? Who are they going to turn to? Because you've already had people like the Proud Boys and everybody else go up there to try to stop this from happening in Portland, Oregon as well. And what happens? They run them out of town or they arrest them and say that they're terrorists. So who's going to stop this? Who's going to stop it? Who's going to stand up for the people of Seattle and the rest of the country? Look, ladies and gentlemen, somewhere along the lines, we just got to call a spade a spade and regular old citizens need to wake up and they need to start saying, you know, what, we're going to protect it ourselves because clearly... Clearly, these district attorneys do not want to protect us. Or, or the mayors, or the mayors, or the governors in most cases. Sad state of affairs, but we the people are in charge, and we need to take charge of our cities. We'll be right back right after this. Poor Seattle, poor Portland, L.A., once great cities, unbelievable. So it looks like Rumble is back working, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I apologize for whatever happened there. I don't know. It obviously was on their end. And hopefully they get that stuff fixed real quick. Hopefully they get that stuff fixed real quick. Um, but yeah, you know you know dang well that, that uh, these cities uh, that have been devoured. No, you, do you know that I told you this last week, I think it was. Uh, people were telling me that in, in New York... You, you can't even find anybody to speak English hardly anymore. And the crime is so bad in New York that it's worse than when Giuliani took over and cleaned up the streets. Now, I don't know how true that is. There's a lot of people watching uh, across platforms. If you live in New York City, please let me know if that's true. Is New York that bad? Is New York that bad? Because if that's the case, then we are no, it's no longer the Big Apple, folks. Why would anybody want to go to those cities? Why would anybody care? People are leaving those cities in droves. And they're going to place, but here's the problem, is that even left-wing people who can't stand it anymore, they still leave and they go to places like Florida and they still bring their left-wing ideologies with them. So it's like they want to turn the place they moved to into the same kind of hellhole they ran from. It doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Um, chat slowed down on Rumble, everybody said. I'm gonna, I just want to kind of see who lives in New York Gun sales are skyrocketing. I know. Big Rotten Apple says nurse from New York and it's, hold on. Sherry says from New York and it breaks my heart. I live near Chicago and nobody goes there, says Sue Schaefer. I was in New York City back in 2003 and had a tour of Madison Square Garden, said Matt. I, yeah, but what 2003, that's a very different time than right now. I won't bring my kids there. We went to Yankee uh, game, but that's about it. And that's the problem, folks, is that these cities, their economies are just, they're in shambles. They're all going to go bankrupt. They're all going to go bankrupt. Name me one city. Give me one Democrat-run city that's actually not crumbling. Just one. Just one that doesn't have problems and doesn't have crime and feces and homelessness everywhere. We send $45 billion to Ukraine, but we can't spend $45 billion to get our homeless off the streets? Come on, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's come back from this commercial break and continue talking about this crime. Welcome back to Live from America. During the commercial break, I was asking people on various different platforms on social media, from whatever city you're from, let me know. If you're from a left-wing run city, let me know where it is you're from and let me know if you even want to take your families there. And do you know overwhelmingly people said we don't, nobody goes there. Nobody visits New York. Nobody goes to Chicago anymore. 
Nobody visits L.A. The only people that are there are the people that are living there, and the people that are living there are leaving in droves. The cities are filled with feces, crime, homelessness, and whatever. These once beautiful cities that people would travel thousands of miles to see, they're just going bankrupt, and it's sad, and it's all because of crime, and it's all because of left-wing policies. Again, you can't tell me one city that is run by Democrats that is not going bankrupt or is already not bankrupt. Either, not, either going bankrupt or already bankrupt. They're just, they're all that way. And one of the biggest crimes going on right now in these Marxist uh, cities and across the country is these Democrats and their very, very dangerous rhetoric, putting their little street soldiers out in the streets uh, to murder Supreme Court justices. And I'm just going to call it like it is, folks. If, if the left wing can say it like it is, then I'm going to say it like it is here, too. If it wasn't for these politicians like Chuck Schumer, we're coming after you, Gorsuch. If it wasn't for people like Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, Eric Holder, if it wasn't for these kind of rhetoric of kick them when they're down, beat them, get in their face, shoot them, kill them, punch them. I want to punch them in the face. If it wasn't for that kind of stuff, then you wouldn't have these crazy left wing loons out there trying to kill Supreme Court justices. That's dangerous. That's crime. That's crime. And on this morning's show, we talked about how the House had an opportunity last night. They had an opportunity last night to, to uh, shell out more money. I mean, we're shelling out money for Ukraine left and right. We can't shell out some money to keep our Supreme Court justices safe. Nope, Nancy Pelosi didn't want anything to do with that. She didn't want anything to do with keeping our Supreme Court justices safe. She said they're going to be fine. There's nothing wrong with them. What's wrong with you? What are you, stupid? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's what Nancy Pelosi basically said. Let's go to the video, and you can see it for yourself. Not that you want to hear that hag talk, but it is what it is. Here we go. How can you say that the justices are protected when there was an attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life? You said the justices are protected, but there was an attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life. But this is about security for the justices. An armed man showed up near Justice Kavanaugh's house to try to. They're working together on the bill that the Senate will be able to approve of because that's what we can pass whatever we wanted. We wanted to be able to pass the Senate. So I don't know what you're talking about because you haven't seen what the debate is. And not debate, but what the language is. It, there will be a bill, but nobody is in danger over the weekend because uh, of our not having a bill. You see that? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. You don't even know the, 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 the language, the, the, the debate, not the, not the debate, the... Not the debate. The, 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 I don't even know what we're talking. The double did the, the Department of Justice already doubled down and with their saving. And nobody's in danger over the weekend. What are you, stupid? People don't kill justices on the weekend. We, we, we already arrested him during the week, moron. <laughs> Drooled Nancy Pelosi as she drunkenly walked off the set. That is the House Speaker of the United States of America. The third in line for the presidency, ladies and gentlemen, and she can't even stop drool. Laced with vodka dripping down her stretchy face chin. They're fine. What are you talking about? Ugh, I don't understand. I have to do this in order to make sure that I talk correctly because I've got so many problems. They're going to be fine. Nobody's going to get killed over the weekend. I know everybody said you couldn't hear her. That's because she was slurring and not being and not being uh, loud enough for anybody to hear but here we are 48 hours from an uh, from a supreme court justice almost murdered we have an entire map we know their entire plans for shutting down scotus so that they can't hand down a ruling on on roe v wade meanwhile you've got these people saying they're gonna be fine what are you dumb you must not have read the debate i mean not the debate the the policy not the policy the, the 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 bill Shut up. You have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what you're talking about, you drunk witch. (laughs) Somebody said she gets the Fruit Loop Award. Well, you're not far off. Because she doesn't get the Fruit Loop Award here on Live from America, although that does have a nice ring to it. No, 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 no. 
This woman is going to get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day here on Live from America. Cue the music. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Nancy Pelosi, you never disappoint. You never disappoint. Do you guys remember that movie Billy Madison? When, that, when he gave a speech up on the, on the stage and the guy said, nothing in your incoherent rambling made any kind of sense whatsoever. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to what you just said. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. That's the clip that we should be pay- playing right now with Nancy Pelosi. Unreal. <laughs> Absolutely unreal. Uh, folks, listen to me. There are two different... Um, there are two different kind of people sending out a call to arms right now. And when you send out a call to arms, that's usually saying, okay, it's time to fight. And I want to highlight this because I want you to understand the difference in people like you and I saying, hey, it's a call to arms. And somebody on the left-wing Marxist Democrat side of politics in this country saying, hey, let's have a call to arms. Let's highlight that real quick. If we can... Let's go to, I'm sure you guys all know who Mayor Lori Lightfoot is, right? Yeah, you know Mayor Lori Lightfoot, uh, the alien who currently resides over the city of Chicago. Well, let's go to one of her tweets here real quick. This was a tweet from uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot on May 9th, 2022. To my my friends in the LGBTQ+, she forgot pedo, community. The Supreme Court is coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms. Wow. Hmm. And then she says, we will not surrender our rights without a fight, a fight to victory. And then, of course, somebody said, Mayor, you don't think this could be misunderstood as advocating for violence? There is no case in front of SCOTUS that is a threat to LGBTQ, is there? Again, states will have the right to rule which Uh, which is what SCOTUS is ruling on. We're not saying you can't get an abortion. We're just going to rule that it's the state's right to choose that. And by you saying they're coming after the LGBTQ plus Q whatever community next, you are inciting violence. You are ramping up fear. So how come people like Mayor Lori Lightfoot are not called to to her own little committee? for calling and inciting violence against the, Amer- uh, the American people and against Supreme Court justices because now we've had an attempted murder on one. So that is what you get when you get a left-wing call to arms. Do you want to know what you get when you get a right-wing call to arms? Well, usually it's constitutional based, constitutionally based. Usually it's some kind of legal constitutional reason why somebody on our side says a call to arms. But in this case, we've got a call to arms from teachers Across the country, folks, we've got a call to arm from teachers across the countries in conservative states who want to carry guns in their classroom. These are brave teachers. Now, think about it. They're not trained killers. They're not trained to protect people with weapons. Maybe some of them are trained enough to use a weapon and know how to use a weapon. I'll give them that. But these teachers are so courageous and this should be so contagious that every teacher in the nation says, I want to do this, too. Crosses and flowers laid out in the public square of the grief-stricken town Uvalde, where a teen gunman killed 19 students. The Republican-led Texas legislature is addressing the twin issues of school safety and mass violence following the May 24th Uvalde, Texas school shooting. Jeff Sellers owns Schools on Target, a company in Marble Falls, Texas, that trains teachers to carry firearms in schools. Since the second shooting... Sellers told the Epic Times that he, was at, he has added nine additional classes, doubling the amount of customarily held classes for June through August. He says, I've gotten an insane amount of calls, and it hasn't stopped. 90% is because of Uvalde. Brian Proctor, owner of, um, of Strapped Firearms Training in Arlington, Texas, told the Epic Times much of the same thing, that training classes have skyrocketed. And do you want to know who it is? It's teachers. Literally, teachers are reaching out on their own saying, I want to train, I want to carry my gun at school, I want to protect my students, and if the government isn't going to do it, and if they're just going to try to take legal guns from people, legal citizens, then I am going to carry and I'm going to protect my students. 
That's courage, folks. That is courage. When teachers all across the country are speaking up saying, hey, we've had enough. You're not going to protect our students, then we're going to protect our students. That, ladies and gentlemen, is courage. And a call to arms on our side means a call to arms to protect our country and our people in our country and Americans. A call to arms on the left means to grab illegal guns and kill people because they don't agree with you. So you must ask yourself, which side do you belong on? I know what side I'm on. I'm on the side of saving lives. I'm on the side of Americans. I'm on the side of the red, white, and blue. And I'm on the side of God, and you can't beat God. We'll be right back right after this. Wow. What an awesome, awesome thing that is that teachers are like, you know what? We've had enough. I love it. I love the fact, and it's, and it's, you know what it is too, and, and, and if you look up the demographics of the people that are um, seeking these classes out, it's a mixture of men and women teachers. It's a mixture of men and women teachers. They are literally coming together and saying, you know what, this is our domain and we've had enough. Now you left-wing teachers can continue to try to doc, uh, indoctrinate kids, but we're going to keep our kids safe in these red states. That to me, I love that. I love that. And that gives me hope. That gives me hope for the future of this country. You know what I mean? All right, let's finish out strong, folks. My daughter is graduating from kindergarten tonight, and I got to make it. So uh, I can't be late for that, if anything. You know what I mean? So uh, let's finish out strong, and uh, let's make sure that, um, that we continue sharing even after the video is, is uh, after the show is done, okay? All right, here we go. Folks, I want to thank you all very, very much for being with me tonight and every night. As we are some of the strongest patriots, I know this audience, the Live from America audience, you guys don't stop. And if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. And if it wasn't for this show, you guys wouldn't have a place to build and to energize together. And it's truly, truly a great thing. I also want to, uh, I want to, I want to tell you something that's pretty incredible here. And this is how you know God is working and God was present with us during this song. By now, most of you have heard The Armor of God by Dave Bray, USA, and myself. It charted everywhere across the United States and it's going to continue to do that because it's got God right along with it. Now, on YouTube, there's, a, there's an Armor of God video that Dave Bray, USA, put on his YouTube channel. It's got about 11,000 likes or 11,000 views, but it's got 1,000 likes, 1,000 likes. And it has zero dislikes. That is unheard of. Especially when you are spreading the gospel. That is 100% unheard of. It has zero dislikes on YouTube as a faith-based song called Armor of God featuring myself and Dave Brain. It has not one dislike. And not only does it not have one dislike, please let me read for you some of the comments on here. And the reason why I'm doing this is to show you guys that the country has hope, that God is here with us, that he's not left us, that he is still right there with us helping us win this battle. Let me read some of these to you. By the way, zero dislikes and zero dirty comments, all godly positive comments, unheard of with that amount. The word, I am so proud of you for this song, much more than a song, Jesus. Wow, such a powerful song, y'all. I felt like this was talking about me, right to me. Amazing stuff. Seek Jesus while he can still be found. Great song, starting strong, and it just keeps getting better as it goes along. Hallelujah. Buckle up and put on the full armor of God. Awesome, powerful song. God will bless this. Onward, Christian soldier. My dad sent me this even though he is not seeking the Lord. May God, maybe God has a plan for him to actually seek him. Another guy says, if you really know Jeremy, you know that this is a powerful song and how powerful this video really is. Keep up the fight. So powerful, absolutely amazing. What an amazing, absolutely um, beautiful, uplifting song. I'm obsessed with this song. Saw it today on America's Voice News and fell in love with it. Love Jeremy and love the lyrics. Saw him on Ringside with Jeff Carrere on Real America's Voice News. Absolutely beautiful. Love the song. What a beautiful song. Gives me goosebumps. There is hope for this land. Jesus is with us in these times. Wear the full armor of God. Folks, it goes on and on and on. I don't want to bore you with the specifics, but my point in telling you all of this is that God is still with you. God is still blessing this country. And ladies and gentlemen, what a beautiful and amazing country it is. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight. Remember to go to JeremyHerald.com for everything else. Also, 
There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you tomorrow morning at 11 and again in the evening for more Live from America. Until then, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. God bless each and every one of you. Have a good night. Peace. I will rise.